Hello, listeners. Lovely for you to hear me. Good for you. Just a little heads up about something. These are the last three episodes of Sean and Elliot Read the Bible. Uh, we had to record them socially distanced, obviously. Um, it, I, I listened to a podcast the other day that was like, just to let you know, we recorded this distant. And it's like, well, yeah, of course you did. Why? You... But now I'm doing it just because I don't, I don't know. I don't want you to think less of me or Sean, I guess. But just to let you know, we're we're recording separately. But but it does also mean that the sound quality isn't quite the way I like it, and I'm a bit uncomfortable listening to it. They're good episodes, a lot of fun, but you'll hear, you know, a little bit of sniffling or rustling or my table moving about maybe under my microphone. So apologies for that. But you know, you listen for the content. You don't listen for the for the for the crisp sound. Even though, you know, let's face it, I deliver. I deliver. I'm a good producer. Well, enjoy the final three. This one's out today. Next one's out on Sunday, two days' time. Then the final episode is out a week on Sunday. So it's the big finale, triple billow. Triple billow. Bollocks. Good afternoon and welcome along to a very, very special episode of Sean and Elliot Read the Bible with me, Sean McLaughlin. Hmm. I got that wrong. Yep. <laughs> Been a while. Been a while. I'm Sean McLaughlin. I'm Elliot Fallows. Elliot. I'm Elliot Fallows. What makes this episode so special, Elliot? They're all special, aren't they? They're just... We're coming towards the end. It's mm. just two friends having a lovely chat, as all podcasts mm. are nowadays. And should remain. And should remain. And, and, uh, should remain. and should remain. It's just another classic book of the Bible that we care about. Yes, it's great. It's been a great thing in my life, reading all of these. Yeah. It's been brilliant. <laughs> I also preferred the Old Testament. <laughs> I think it's that, and I also think when we started this, I didn't foresee quite how embarrassing it would be socially when someone asked what my podcast is about for me to go, it's about the Bible, and their sort of weird look of... Like, yeah, we're reading the whole thing. We just think it'd be really fun. I'm like, what? But you but you have the advantage of being married. I have to tell Date that I have this. You don't have to tell anyone anything. <laughs> uh, I think your problem is you're, you're electing to tell them. No, because sometimes nowadays in modern day dating, people Google each other before they meet. So I've been on dates where they go like, I've seen this like Bible thing. And there's like a picture of you. And I go like, yeah, 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 yeah. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Do you want to kiss? kiss? Yeah. Should we we blow each other? Go on. Anyway, welcome Uh, to the show. Welcome to the show. (laughs) We're we're almost done, but it's a pleasure to be back. Been a while. It's been a couple How of months. How long has it been, Elliot? How long has it been? Uh, I think our last one was maybe out in July, but then the one before that was a while before that. They, they've been, we've been affected somewhat by, you know, the the lockdown, the pandemic. The global COVID-19 pandemic. Ah, uh, it's been so depressing, though, isn't it? Everything. But it's all fine. Oh, God. But, been we've been hanging out a couple of times during the last few months. We've Not seen loads, each other a couple bit. of times, yeah. I... I'd like to see you at least one more time before we die. Yeah, we've uh, we'll see each other one more time before before I die. Um, That's good. Yeah, 
as the elder of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The assumption is that you'll be called off first, right? Yeah, struck off. Yeah, yeah, sure. Put down. <laughs> Out of your misery, even. That's kind of nice. Take, I'll be taken to the yard and shot in the head and chest. <laughs> yeah. With you there, and I'll play, and I'll play an episode of this podcast in the background. <laughs> You'll be... <laughs> please, is there anything you wish to hear as your shot? Oh, please, sir, can I listen to an episode of Sean and Idiot Read the Bible? I'll put the Proverbs one on. <laughs> put the Proverbs. I want to hear myself talk about come one more time before I meet, the, before I meet my maker in the sky. <laughs> And then the people with the guns are like, what is this shit? <laughs> like, what is it? They I mean, just do it a bit quicker. <laughs> they turn the guns on themselves. Uh, so, yeah. let's talk about all the times we met. Now, one of the times you were convinced was illegal, even though I don't think it was. And you kept saying, don't tell anyone that I was here. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah, when I was in your garden. It was like mid-May or something, and we were totally social distanced. Oh, but it was in a garden. I was in your garden. It was fine. It was outside. It was outside. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think it's illegal. You just kept. I mean, we. I couldn't enjoy the meeting because the whole time you were going, "Don't tell anyone I was here." Like, <laughs> no, I was. No, I was. Don't tell anyone I was here. I was. I was. It's because up to that point, I was being very strict with myself, and I was following every rule to the letter. But you were still following the rules to the letter. There was nothing wrong with that. I we th- wouldn't have let you in because we were following the rules to the letter. We wouldn't have let you in. No, we you're naughty rebels. You would How have. How are we rebels? Why you would have broken the rebellious? rules. I'm not a rebel. You're a rebel. Am I? Yeah. Ah. You're welcome. Uh, but that was and then, nice. And then, I, and then I saw you. Went to see you in the park. <laughs> I had a baby. When? When we were, and I saw you in the park. The mum went to the toilet and she left the baby with me. Oh yes. Elliot had a baby last month. I had a baby. Do you, to, do you want to explain what that means to the listeners? There was we met as a group, and someone had a baby. And mm-hmm. my old friend, my dear uni friend, yeah, has a a newborn baby. Has a baby, and she went to the toilet. And she went to the toilet, and she handed the baby to me, and then I had the baby. Yeah. And everyone said commented on how awkward I looked with the baby, even though I felt very comfortable and that I was doing a great job. Have you ever held a baby before? I've held a baby once before, but not as well as that. And Aww. I thought, and I thought, I could if I went home now, I'd just have this baby. And because of social distancing rules, no one could have taken it off me. I could have it now. Um, I could have that baby now. I do think that last bit isn't. I mean, I, I, I think they would have taken it off. You, you can't know. come into my house. Social distancing. You can't what into your house? It's my baby. It's my baby now. What? Do you even know what the baby's name was? Doesn't matter. I'd name it something else. What would you name it? Felix. Felix the baby. <laughs> Felix the baby follows. Felix the baby follows. Can I... I've had a lot of people in my life having babies in the last couple of months. Like a lot. Okay. Like at least seven or eight. Okay. Is that high? That sounds high, but I, I from what I gather, people your age tend to, tend to face that. I'm currently in the wedding stage, and I think you're in the baby stage. There are... Almost all of them are cute. One of them isn't. Oh, you got an ugly baby <laughs> in your life. Oh, it's such a shame. I've met a couple of the babies in your life. Is it one I know? What's what's up? So. What's up with that baby? With the ugly one? Yeah. Looks looks sixty five years old. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a little Benjamin Button baby? Looks like, look, looks like um, <laughs> sort of elder Bob Hoskins. Oh, right. hello, I'm a little baby. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like that a lot. That's great. Yeah. Did you, are you good at pretending? The, the, are you good at pretending that babies are cute? I think I am. I've been told I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what did you did you see the it's baby and immediately just go? Where's the toilet? I want to chuck up. I um. I think what I'll do is most of the time I go. Oh, what a beautiful baby. Or, I can't believe how cute he is. I can't imagine you saying, oh, what a beautiful baby. (laughs) What a beautiful young babe. I can only imagine. (laughs) But what if I don't find it cute? I go, oh, it's a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at that. Factually speaking, that baby is a young baby. If I eat a great meal, I'll go, oh, this is just so delicious. Oh, what a beautiful baby I have eaten. <laughs> but if it's a bad but meal. If I, eat a meal, if I eat a meal that I don't like, I go, oh, yes. that. Here's what I'll say. I'll go, oh, that hit the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As if to go. As if to go. I'll survive for a I'm, few more days. I'm now... Medically no longer hungry. Yeah. You've fulfilled the minimum of your obligation in preparing me this meal. <laughs> Great. But you can't say, oh, that hit the spot when you look at a baby. <laughs> no, they'll arrest the you spot. for that. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> that is exactly what I needed, that baby. <laughs> that baby. That has absolutely done it for me. <laughs> Do you think you'll have a cute baby? I imagine that if I have a baby, it will just be me, but just small. So no, I think my baby will be a mess. <laughs> I think yeah, I think you'd have a cute baby, little cute Elliot McLaughlin. Nah. Ugh. You think I'm going to call it Elliot McLaughlin? Or you know, whatever. Maybe you'll double barrel. I don't know. I don't. I can't imagine it would be cute. I was very ugly. W- uh, when as a baby? Ugh. No, no, well I, no, that was, well mis- done, I didn't even podcast. mean that. I don't, I'm not a Bantasaurus, okay? I didn't mean it like that. I meant, as a baby, yeah, I was quite ugly. Were you really tall as a baby? I can imagine you being like, <laughs> as tall as you are now, but a baby. In a nappy. Yeah. No, I was, I was very, very fat and very round. <laughs> That's what cute babies are. You don't want a thin baby. No, I was, I overshot it. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a cute baby? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, Were you? Yeah, I had a lot of hair, I think. It was, like, a lot of black hair. And they used to they used to put me in, like, little cute. dicky bows and stuff, and little uh, sound cute. turtlenecks, and they used to put a little bag over my head that said, cute baby inside. <laughs> yeah, and they used to tie you to rocks and throw you in the river. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to throw me in the river and be like, if it floats, we'll have to go and get it back. And here I am, baby! Baby. Now i got a baby of my own. I always think that the day you were born, it's like the opening scene of Batman Returns. Oh, what? Well, they start screaming and then they put you in a pram and they... So I'm Danny DeVito and you're Bob Hoskins. <laughs> yeah. And today we're reading the Bible. DeVito and Hoskins read the Bible. They are both babyish men though, aren't they, as adults? Well, Hoskins is... He, yeah, he's all dead though, isn't he? Well, that's fine. When you say baby, when you say babyish, you just mean bald, don't you? I think I mean bald and like... You can, like, grabbable cheeks. They've got grabbable cheeks. You can grab them by the face. Imagine going up to living Bob Hoskins and just being like, ah, oh, just grabbing his cheeks and just shaking his face about, like, getting all his, getting all his little head. Like, I think, I think if you shake his head and you can't see much moving, it's because his, his head's just like a little baby head. Yeah. And I bet he'd love it. You know what? I think that's better. I bet that's how he died. That's what killed him in the end. What, too many people doing that? Too many people shaking his head about. 
Oh, look at him. He's so cute. I mean, can, can you imagine if that is how he died? <laughs> I mean, the family would have... They, of course, they would never admit it publicly. they go, we'll just say it's heart failure or however he died. <laughs> we'll be a bit more respectful. We can't go... Just too many strangers were shaking him because he yeah. was just so cute and they were sniffing his bottom to see if he needed changing. That's why Danny DeVito's got two security guards that have to walk around with him now so nobody grabs his face. Don't you think it's odd that bald men look like babies? <laughs> and I do look at them and go, do they know that they look like babies? You're like a little baby, yeah. You're just a big baby. You're <laughs> just a big baby complaining about... <laughs> Statues in Trafalgar Square, you big bald baby idiots. <laughs> bald bum bum. <laughs> I apologise if you are listening and you're bald, but we want to play with your face. No, I think that's fine because I also think hairy people look like monsters. Well, what do we look like? Yeah, we look like <laughs> I reckon bald people look look at us and go, "What? Look at them! <laughs> they look so. Why have they got all that moss everywhere?" <laughs> What is what is that? Yeah, bald people don't even know what hair is. <laughs> That's, I think, where humanity is heading. That's the next big split. It's people who don't have a single hair on their body. Yeah. And people who... People who are made entirely bald, of fur. Who do look at bald people and go, what? why is that egg talking? What is that thing? Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? Welcome to the show. The official podcast of the Holy Bible. The official one, brought to you by Bible Corp and Son, not responsible for the pandemic. Cheers. No. Uh, we, um, sh- we should explain this episode, because it's a bit weird in the way we're going forward, right? Yeah, sorry, I just got a fucking email. Just just let me just answer it. That's right, mate. You can fucking read it. Okay. I'm going to fucking read it. Okay, I just need to reply. No. I don't have your baby. Maybe L. No, no, shh. no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You don't have to say that. What? Sorry, what? Nothing, nothing. I'm, so, I'm doing a private email. Okay, fine. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah, it's going to be hard hmm? to raid his place. What? Account of social distancing. And I moved, so he can't even find me. And he moved. I moved. I won't tell you I where. you're sad, but come on. I'm a great father. Ugh. Oh, yes, Elliot, before we carry on, you did move. Congratulations. Thank You've you. you moved twice during the pandemic? I've moved twice during the pandemic, thrice in the last year. Aw. You're welcome. And now you're in a lovely spot. Don't, tell, them what, don't tell the fans where. They'll be crowded around the door. But aren't you in... Um, you're very central in London. Yeah, I'm very near one of the bridges. How's that then? How's that living in the heart of hustly bustly London? Well, it feels like Dickens. It feels or si- Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> I'm just like Dickens or Carrie Bradshaw or Anne Hathaway in The Devil Wears Prada. It's it it is weird every day walking past big monuments and like things that you would normally see you know and, and, yeah and, and knowing well i've in got films. them for another day yeah because <laughs> those fucking horrible lefties will tear them down <laughs> those lefties will tear them down i i'm actually i have moved to tower bridge <laughs> to be closer to the statues I... protecting them is a full-time job and i couldn't do the commute anymore yeah i'm actually currently furloughed as my job as troll who lives under the bridge to protect it get get away from here you're an ugly tourist get a, get away from here Rishi is paying you 50 lumps of coal directed to your bank account. Damn right. 
We need to protect the bridges. What is so? So you're walking through central London on the reg. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. I've got nothing to do. I just walk around. <laughs> well, no, you have nothing to do, and, and that is completely your right. Um, do you feel like you're in a Richard Curtis film? Do you feel like everywhere you go, there's just a big landmark? Yeah. So what I do is I buy two coffees that I can carry in one hand on like a little tray, and I carry like loads of files and papers in the other in the other arm, and my boss is dry cleaning over my shoulder, and I have to hold Your my boss mo- being yourself though. It's you. You're yeah, 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 yeah. I call myself the boss, and uh, I put my phone under my chin on my shoulder and be like. Yeah, I've got an 8.30 at 5, and then I'll be around after that to discuss the graphs, and before then, even maybe the quadratics for this quarter. And I'm walking along, and then, and then oh, I bump into, bump into a man, and I drop everything. And we both help, like, he's helped me pick it up, and then, yeah. and then he pulls out a knife, and he mugs me, and he takes my phone off me, and he runs off, but he leaves behind his red scarf, and I take his scarf... And I'm like walking around, giving like one day I'll find the man who owns this scarf. I look in the label, and it says property of uh, you know Bob Hoskins. I'm like, oh, his name's Bob Hoskins. And then I find Bob Hoskins, but he's already wait, dead. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> it is literally Bob Hoskins, or is it a different Bob Hoskins? Well, I guess that's the mystery of the film. Oh, Google, I'll be like, oh, he's in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? That's weird. I've seen that film. <laughs> I mean, I would love to be in that pitch meeting with Richard Curtis going, right, it's a love story set in central London. They go, great, we're in. They can see the pound signs already. It's a gay love story. They go, perfect. Oh, perfect. That's 20, very 20. modern. We're doing this those now. It. Yep. This is it. A man. It's got... <laughs> He's working hard. He has an 8.30 at five. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? He is, he is stabbed and mugged yep. by dead actor Bob Hoskins. But there's an attraction. It's like a. It's an attraction. It's like oh, it's it's a, it's a meat cute. I think it's called, isn't it? A meat cute. It's, it's a meat cube. <laughs> it's a meat cube. And that's what we'll call the movie, Meat Cube. I love meat cutes. I love what I see. I wish there was just like a compilation of meat cutes on Pornhub. <laughs> Sometimes you get those. Right. Yeah. You were going to talk about what we're doing at this. Well, episode. let's just explain, shall we? So, what's to explain? We're, we're fucking, we, we've read a bit of the Bible, we're going to fucking make fun of it, and then we're going to go. Yeah, but it's, go. It's, slightly oh, diff- it's slightly different, because we're cramming, mm-hmm. I think, 20 books into one episode. <clears throat> yeah, but we're not going to do all of those, are we? No, God, no. So here's what it is, ladies and gents, and people more interesting than that. This is the letters episode. What you just said there? What, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? I'm just... What? Ladies, gents, people more. Ladies and gents, and people more interesting. Yeah, they're not. They're not more interesting than us. Okay, J.K. Rowling. I think we need to accept that everyone, everyone is trash, and we're all boring. Trash lives matter. You are. Look, hey, I am freaking pro. Whatever you want to be, and I, you know, I stand with you. I admire you. It's not what they want to be, Sean. It's what they are. I I don't want. I don't want anyone for one second thinking that they're more interesting than us. You are perhaps less boring. I'll give you that. Yeah, okay, I'm on board with that. Okay, fine. Okay, how about this? Dear scum of the audience, today's episode is the letters episode. Perfect. We're taking everything in between the first Corinthians... The letters letters episode. (laughs) The letters episode. The first Corinthians up until Jude. 
which is about 50 pages of our Bibles, just a bunch of letters, they're all pretty similar, they're all very boring, and we're going to get all the interesting stuff from them, and probably, you know, forget some stuff. We're Sean Elliot. We're Sean and Elliot. Here's the deal, people, sheeple, if you will. I will. Yeah. Uh, so all of these are letters that some nerds wrote oh about how to be a good Christian, right? Okay. So all the rules, all the things everyone's doing wrong, the classic stuff we tend to take from all of the worst books of the Bible. And we can say that as experts, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say we're experts of the Bible now? Um, Can you remember literally anything we've read? I, I, all right, ge- genuinely, cards on the table. Yeah. I remember Adam and Eve. I remember the first few. I remember the talking donkey one, because it's my favourite. Okay. Was there one, was there one where <laughs> Have we got two episodes off, left? <laughs> there was one where someone cut off someone's head. Yeah, there was, oh, there was the one when someone stabbed someone and then they shat themselves. Yeah. I mean, Kings, remember that? Was that the one where the the blade went through the poop? Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, he took the blade out and then... Right, but long story short... Or her! No one... <laughs> That's, remember that as well? Right. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that bit in the Bible. Yeah. It's just not as good as... It's just not as good as we hoped it would be, this book. Well, the Old well, the old Testament was great. I loved Old Testament. Yeah, it was a lot of, it was a lot of laugh, wasn't it? It was a laugh. It's just news pl- absolutely plodding along. Well. I've been told Revelations yeah, J- is good. Like, I want to get to Revelations. JC turned up, and we thought, well, but this is it. Yeah. Well, this is going to be great. But yeah. He was a bit of a wet blanket. He's, he's such a, wee, a little wiener, isn't he? And God, like... God used to be cool, and now he's not. Well, look, look, we'll talk about the Book of Corinthians. And actually, I like that one, because Paul writes it. And he's just, he's got off the deep end, as far as I'm concerned, in this book. Paul's obsessed with boning. <laughs> Paul is, uh, he's interesting. How much has Paul has been in, has Paul been in the other ones very often? Uh, I feel like he's popped up, right? Isn't he? Yeah. Isn't he one of the, the one he... who was, like, locked in Rome for a bit? Or was that someone That's else? That's right, yeah. Was that Peter? Oh, I don't know. That was a million years ago. God, it was freaking pre-lockdown. <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember when you could ride a bus without killing your gran? What a horrible time that was. Uh, I hated that. All right. So anyway, w- uh, so yeah, we're going to go through all these books. I've not read. I've read the. I've read the Corinthians. I haven't read any of the others. I've read Corinthians. I've and read... as I said to, <laughs> and as I said to Elliot, when I say I've read it, I've just underlined all the times they say the word "come." Yeah, cool. Looking forward to that. We're going to miss it, aren't we, everyone? Uh... I did Corinthians, Ephesians, and Philipp- Philippians, I think. That's great. Uh, and then we'll read a random one. Yeah, let's just Ephesians. skip to random pages and see if there's any funny words that pop up. That's what people skip- tune in for. <laughs> tune in on the wireless. Tune in. Corinthians 1, Paul, called to be an apostle of Christ. Uh, it's basically, he's written a letter to the Church of Corinth, which is in Greece. I like Corinthians 1 more than 2, and I'll tell you why. I think Corinthians 1, Paul has properly gone ape shit. He's saying a lot of stuff that's seemingly contradictory all the time. Yep. He's 
he's getting more extreme and right wing as he goes along. Because mm-hmm. what starts off as general stuff like, try me nice, try me eggs. About three pages later, it's, and the gays shouldn't eat rice. <laughs> and then... Yeah. In Corinthians 2, I think he's caught himself a bit. And he's like gone back to go, guys, that was kind of a test, that last letter. Like, it's, here's what we have to do. We have to forgive kind of, each other. I've seen this weird vision about a thorn. Like, yeah, it's kind of like the Eminem song, Stan. And he has to be like, hey, sorry about that last one. I was a bit tired. I might have gone a bit off the deep end. Love you all. This is I Paul. love that song, Stan. It's a great song, isn't it? It's, um, I just don't think it would be a hit today. No, it's, it's, be a hit. it's a bit incelly, isn't it? It's a bit like he's not the kind of character we'd get behind. Whereas back in the day, <laughs> he was a hero. <laughs> we loved Stan. We really based ourselves on Stan. I mean, I just don't think it would be possible. It does show what a different world it was 20 years ago. What, to write, Swift to write a letter to Taylor a Swift star. couldn't write a song. The biggest pop star in the world couldn't write a song about a fan obsessed with that pop star <laughs> who ends up killing their girlfriend and driving off a cliff. <laughs> Someone's out there. Oh, that to went to number one. It went to number one in the charts. It was great. What, what a world! It's mad to think that that was in the same era as as like Limp Biscuit and <laughs> the Bloodhound Gang. No one... We didn't know what was going on. <laughs> no wonder Al Qaeda blew the. Anyway, um, anyway, <laughs> they were like our influential years as well. It's no wonder we're all depressed and mentally ill nowadays. We were raised. <laughs> we were raised on. That as pop music instead of just the Beatles or whatever. Yeah. Pop, <laughs> our pop, pop, our pop music was homicide. Okay. He starts off by talking about the divisions in the church, does this poor fellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he doesn't like... Basically, I think he doesn't like the fact that they've that he's not charismatic enough to carry things. Yeah. I don't know if you perceived it. Well, this is, this is what it is. I've... So supposedly it's that the church is run by like four or five different people all preaching the same stuff. But then those people all got fan clubs around them going like this, this one's better than this one. This one's better than this one. But then Paul is obviously left out of that and has to be like, uh, it's not actually about them. It's about Jesus. And I think he's probably just jealous that no one's in his fan club. Yeah. Like I read it and I, because a lot lot of the time he refers to, Paul. Yeah. He actually says the word Paul. And I couldn't tell if he was talking about himself or if there's another Preacher one Paul. Called, there's another one called Paul that he really has a problem with. Like a like a cool young vicar that everyone thinks is cool. Yeah. It's like I'm the Paul here. Because he goes, yeah. What I mean is this. One of you says, I follow Paul. Another says, I follow Apollos. Another, I follow Cephas. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified you? Were you baptized into the name of Paul? Yeah, exactly. So just jealousy in it. But no, yeah, I think it was just this kind of loser nerd is looking at the cool crowd and being like, uh, it's not it's not actually about that. It's about Jesus, Jesus on water. Yeah, I think it's it's better to view it as he's pathetic. Yeah, always. He's pathetic and jealous. Yes. Because also, he's like, he's losing his own argument. He's losing an argument to himself because he goes, I'm thankful I did not baptise any any of you except Crispus and Gaius, so no one can say that you were baptised into my name. Yes, I also baptised in the household of Stephanus, beyond that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, as well. No one's asked. Like, this is... You can control the narrative here. You don't have to make yourself look like such an idiot. Stop picking a fight with yourself. And then he starts talking about what wisdom is. No one is wise, and how different different groups look for different things to believe in God. 
He says, Jews demand miraculous signs. What sort of miraculous signs are they? What, do they d- demand from God? Yeah, just, yeah. Well, I guess, just, you know, old-fashioned trees on fire, insects. Oh. Stuff like that. You get... I thought it was like, like I, thought, I thought it was literally like a sign in a road saying, like... Oh, this way to heaven. If this, if this, if the, yeah, if this van's a rocket, don't come and knock it. <laughs> yeah. Also... I, miss, I, I, I wish I was alive in an era where that was a thing, where people had that, like, if this van's a rocket, don't come and knock it. You can just... Where people pre- basically be like, I'm fucking a lot in this van. <laughs> <laughs> don't knock on my van when I'm fucking women in there. <laughs> Sean, you, you own a car. You can just... Put a vulgar sticker on it and have sex in your car if you want. Like nobody's not put, nobody's stopping not you doing, doing that. that. Should I order one? Should I order <laughs> if this if this if this car's a rocket? Don't come a knocking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do it. <laughs> I mean, I think the resale value on the car would be absolutely zero. They go like, "What's that weird smell?" And you'd be like, "Weirdly, it's not sex. I didn't actually have sex in this car. <laughs> I just wanted people to think I did." It's just the I'm normal odor. Right now, I'm I'm genuinely googling it right now. Uh, shopping. Oh, you can get it on a mug I for mean, some reason. Oh yeah, don't it's, come it's, a knocking. It's more for like cars are rocking. camper vans and stuff, isn't it? One of them is if this tents are rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> if this tents are rocking, well, first of all, who can, you can't even knock on a tent. No, I don't think the tent anyway. would particularly rock. No. So anyway, that's what that's what Paul's banging on about. When I came to you, brothers, I did not come. <sighs> Corinthians five is where it gets fun. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, because he talks about the divisions of the church again in three and four. Yeah, I think he takes takes a theme, goes with it for a few books, and then changes up the theme. Because then five is it is reported commonly that there is fornication among you, and such fornication. Yeah. As is not so much as named among the Gentiles that one should have his father's wife. Someone's banging their stepmom. That is incredible. A man has his father's wife, and you are proud. Proud. <laughs> They're all so proud of it. I know somebody who fucks his fucking stepmom. <laughs> cool. Apparently, everyone's fine with it. Everyone's fine with everyone knocking boots. Everyone's knocking boots with all that. Yeah. And then he says, your boasting is not good. Don't you know that a little yeast works through the whole batch of dough? We know what he's talking about here. It's a classic Bible pod trope. Cumbread. Cumbread, motherfucker. He's talking about cumbread. Cumbread, motherfucker. He's talking about a your little bit of yeast. Your boasting is not good. Yes, that's what he's saying. He's saying, don't fuck your stepmom. Use that cum for bread. <laughs> Feed the 5,000 or whatever. Well, we can have sex with whoever we want, can't we? Because God will just forgive us. And Paul's like, yeah, but that's not the point. Because so clearly he's also suffering by not having an awful lot of sex, probably. It's just, it's the same problem he had before. He's complaining about people having sex because he's not getting any. Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Yes, we do know. You've been fucking beating us over the head with it for a thousand pages. It's the only thing we do know. (laughs) Do not be deceived. Neither the sex moral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders. Well, this seems pretty clear cut. What's the quote on that that's, one? What, that's, what, what number's that? That's come out of nowhere. I want to find that. That's uh, six, nine. 
six nine. Six nine. But he says homosexual offenders. Well, which I think means what he doesn't seem to be gay people or offenders. Only both. <laughs> yeah. Well, very interestingly, they're not called homosexuals in mine. What are they called? The effeminate. <laughs> <laughs> Queers. <laughs> Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. Mm. Gutted. I think he's a bit of a killjoy. Yeah, now he's saying to avoid fornication and not to touch a woman. He goes, I wish that all men were as I am, but each man has his own gift from God. So he's basically saying, I wish everyone was a nerd like me, but I, I, it's just me, isn't it? I can't get a wife. Ill. Ill. Tigger to 4chan. Right, here's one. 719, circumcision is nothing and uncircumcision is nothing but the keeping of the commandments of God. So, is this where, up to this point, been told you have to get circumcised to be a follower of God, and now he's like, oh, we don't really do that anymore. He's absolutely gone mad. This bit I, I did underline because I just had no idea. Uncircumcised. Uncircum- uncircumcision suggests reattaching it to me. Maybe that was like a, a trend at the time. Pop it back on. And the, he also he also says one should remain in the situation where he was when God called him, which basically means like no matter what you are, don't ever change. Don't try to change. I think that's what he's trying to say. That's nice. Because he then makes this illusion where he says, if you were a slave when you were called, don't let it trouble you. Though if you gain freedom, then do so. Which means don't let it trouble you. The whole book, this whole beginning of this book was about. You shouldn't be slaves. Like about how Moses' lot were slaves. He's just pand- oh, he's pandering crazy. to the whole audience and it's not really working. Then he has probably my favourite said probably my favourite three words I've probably ever read. Seven twenty five. He's already written all this batshit stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he just writes Now about virgins <laughs> <laughs> Listen up listen up everyone in the audience, this bit's for you. I have no command from the Lord. So he also says, by the way, this is totally what I think. (laughs) But I give a judgment as one who, by the Lord's mercy, is trustworthy. What I mean is that time is short. From now on, those who have wives should live as if they have none. Those who mourn as if they did not. Those who are happy as if they were not. If you do marry, you've not sinned. And if a virgin marries, she's not sinned. What? 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 He needs to condense this down. He needs to just have another crack at the letter. I think he should... Writing it all down and being like, I'm not going to waste paper and start again. <laughs> They'll get it. You're an absolute dweeb, Paul. He's talking about, like, there's all these gay offenders and there's all these virgins and I just wish everyone was a virgin and all that shit. Gays and offenders. It's gays, offenders and virgins. I don't have a problem with any of them, but you shouldn't be any of them. <laughs> not under my roof. And then he talks about how the body is a unit, right? And I think this is meant to be a metaphor for being in, like, love okay. with God. Yeah. The body is a unit. They're all baptised by one spirit into the body. If the foot should say, I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not be that reason, cease to be part of the body. If the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, what, what are you talking Utter nut job. He's coked up, fi- mate. It's your, f- your, f- 
you mean if, if your foot says that? <laughs> so he's got. So he's all this shit. So he's basically established that he's madman. Yeah. And then it gets to a little bit in thirteen about love, and he doubles down. Right. The, I've heard this in weddings. Really? Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. I've read this really? at someone else's wedding before. Yeah. I've read this love at someone's. Is... Yeah. From the Corinthians. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. They should say, this is a letter from Paul in the Corinthians, but you should know that the rest of it is about no one should be gay. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so fucking horny in this chamber <laughs> that I think my foot is trying to escape. Yeah, if, if, if the bride and groom knew that a few sentences before it was, don't touch your wife, get away from her, probably, I mean, probably wouldn't be taken as the uh, quotable that it is. I mean, you can't just have one moment of levity and call it wisdom. I'm ne- I can't take anyone seriously if they have that in weddings. What a, be- you know what what? a beautiful quote. What? You just said something really lovely there. Did I? Yeah. Do you not remember? Would it help if I told you I also just farted? <laughs> that's the podcast. That's what we do. <laughs> fuck him. I'm fucking... You know, I find wedding readings in general. Hey, careful. That's my main Why? role at weddings. Your main role at weddings is creepy sidekick. <laughs> Only at yours. I go to weddings a lot, and they're all like, now we have a reading. No, we don't. How about we don't have a reading? <laughs> At my wedding. How about, how about we fucking get on with this shit? It's always that. It's always, love is patient, love is kind, and they're never religious ceremonies, and then they do it and just go, this will add an air of... This is for mystery. the grandparents. This is for the grandparents. This is, this is going to make it feel religious, but it isn't religious. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll do that one about... What? This is a quote from Captain Corelli's Magdalene. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You may as well have gone, this is from Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're listening, thank you for letting me speak at your wedding. Oh, thank you, yes. I, I'm going to make I, you... I, I've, I've played it perfectly in terms of my relationship to my friends. Always invited to the weddings. Never have any roles. I was, no. That is optimal. I'm, I'm literally inviting you now. If, if and when I ever get married... I need you to do a reading from the Bible, but it's going to be, like, one of the bad ones. I'm going to make you read about, like, circumcision or a king shitting himself or something like that. But then I want you to close the book and just be like, and that's, uh, and that's love. And then just leave. <laughs> like, actually leave the church. Let's <laughs> leave. Take off my clothes. Run out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I I would like to have a I would like to have a bunch of weddings just and just experiment with them. Okay, I'll I'll get married a few times so you can so you can get your you can get your tight five in. There's gonna be a few. There's gonna be a few. Uh, I'll be like, yeah. There's gonna be a few readings at this wedding. It's like four readings. We all say they're for different things, but it's all love is blind, love is patient. Okay. It's this again, and the, but we don't act like anything's weird. I'm just standing there being like, "Thanks, Sean." We sow the seeds of doubt in the audience. We gaslight. We gaslight my wedding guests. I've got so many weddings next year now as a result of the pandemic. Oh, I have. I've got. So I think many. I've got like five or six now. I just fucking hope these people. I hope these people have the dignity to break up and admit that lockdown has broken them up. You alright? <laughs> yeah, I'm great. My marriage is fine. I don't know. I love I love weddings. I cry at every wedding I've ever been to. You didn't cry at my wedding? Yes I did. When did you cry? After the cake. 
I am. Um, did you know that our cake was featured on? It was the pinned tweet on a hugely popular Twitter thing called "Cakes with Threatening Auras." <laughs> for context, for the listeners, Sean's wedding cakes were one of his wife as Shrek and one of him as Donkey. From Sh- from Shrek. From Shrek, not just a different donkey. Uh, and they were great cakes, but they have been now floating around the internet since they were since they existed. And I was drunk when I saw this cakes with threatening auras, and I, I messaged the guy, and I was like, "Is that that's my wedding cake? Do you, want, <laughs> do you, do you want me to sign it?" He got like ten ten thousand things. It was just a bunch of people just insulting it, going, "What?" So what, someone went, "Why are heterosexuals so lame?" I go, <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> We did it because we thought it would be funny. It's not just heterosexuals. There's a video that's literally gone viral today of a gay couple dancing at the wedding, like doing a choreographed dance. But I guess if they like it, I... I not like... under my roof, Sean. It's unacceptable. What do you think is the most acceptable level of display of affection at a wedding? Because I think even a speech is pushing it. Okay, for me, I would say what I want is... And I don't know the modern term for this, but I want some kind of... I want some kind of skit. Oh, I want a yeah. skit. I want me, the bride or groom, and a funny vicar of any religion to be involved. Oh, fun, not a funny vicar. Maybe the funny vicar runs in and goes, Oh, sorry, I'm late. I'm caught in traffic. And he trips over and he like has a heart attack in the middle and we go, Oh, no, funny vicar's dead. And then... From the audience, a celebrity, a celebrity appears and says, I'll perform the wedding. And we'll be like, ah, oh, thanks, you know, Gino DeCampo or whoever I can get. And then... I'll perform the wedding. Yeah, and then we get married. <laughs> and then throughout, it seems like someone's trying to ruin the wedding. And we have another player come in, one of our exes, trying to ruin it for everyone. You know, just to keep people interested. Then I pay whoever I paid to be my husband or wife to, to, to leave. <laughs> Who? What? So that's your dream wedding as a as a person who. On a skit. I want it to be very dramatic. I think. But so what about someone attending a wedding? What's your dream? I was in something to watch. As in, like I, I've I've been invited to a wedding. This is what I want in a city church. Uh huh. Like in a city, like okay, bad side of town. Well, like it just looks like a normal building from the outside. Yeah, it's got like they've had to put like metal up over the stained glass because yeah. there's just rocks being thrown in all the time. Like, you pass a lot of shady characters on the way in. You all walk in, everyone's a bit scared anyway, and it's raining. Mm-hmm. And they're playing, like, a song out of a CD player, but it keeps skipping. Okay. I don't know what they're playing. Alleluia by Leonard Cohen. They Alleluia. And so all the old women are, like, scared. Like, <laughs> like they don't know what's happening. They think they're kind of being attacked. Yeah. <laughs> and then bride and groom walk on. Go, hi, hi everyone. Thank you. Classic start to a wedding. <laughs> Hi everyone, thank you. Welcome to another episode of um, Wedding. <laughs> to our wedding. And then they sit at the table. Then the man comes on or the woman and goes, Any objections? I and I go, I object to your colour scheme, darling. Whoa. Gentle applause. Okay. <laughs> Gentle applause. And then the vicar of the man or the woman goes. <laughs> That's our Sean. <laughs> and then everyone stands up. Uh-huh. They clap, but they also do that thing like in plays. You know in plays where they gesture to tech stuff? Yeah. They go, it's not just me, it's them. It's them as they well. They do yeah. that 
they do that, but it's to me. Okay. Like he he said the thing about the the color scheme. Uh huh. <laughs> you you take a little bunch of flowers off someone. Everyone throws roses at me. Yeah, yeah. And then as we're leaving, everyone just gives me a respectful nod. Uh huh. And then we go back outside. The police have turned up. Okay. There's an arrest. Yeah. And then the police go to me. They go, "Hey, you're the guy who said that funny thing in there, didn't you? I heard it on the on the through the wire." And I go, "Yeah, that was me." Do you want to ride in the back of the police van, bro? So that's my that's my dream wedding. I very much like that. But at the risk of adding an extra twenty minutes onto this, can I add one more chapter? Yes, yes. yes. Just for one final time, because I respect you so much. Mm-hmm. So the bride and groom are walking down the aisle after the wedding, right? But then another woman passes by and the groom turns around and looks at her and the bride looks at the groom a bit annoyed. What's uh, yes. what's going on I there? Think go- I think I see what you're going on. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just one last one because you're my friend. Okay, okay. So basically what would happen is everyone would be cheering. Uh-huh. They're, walking down the- <laughs> they're walking down. Okay. And then there's like a... There's another beautiful bride walking the other way down the aisle for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, another woman is walking down the aisle past the bride and groom. Yeah. The groom, mm-hmm. who's holding hands with the bride yeah. or the wife. What noise does he make? But he's, he's, but no, he's not making any noise. And then he sees her and looks around and goes, Ooh. <laughs> He goes, Ooh. And the bride is thinking, nice wedding today. <laughs> Yeah, and then but and 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 then the husband is thinking honeymoon plans. <laughs> honeymoon plans, okay. Honeymoon plans, okay. But then he's looking at the other woman, and the other woman is police car blowjob. <laughs> police car blowjob adds an extra layer to what's happening to you in the police car. <laughs> police car blowjob. Imagine not. <laughs> That is an extra laugh because they're like, we've also invited the groom and this woman in to just get a blowjob as we drive you to McDonald's. Is that fine, Short? I go, of course. Sure. It's their day. That's fine. It's their day. Imagine. So I just think that's it. Like, it's a very simple, lovely yeah. procedure. It's a, it's a tailor. It's a meet cute. I'm very happy that you have just essentially acted out Paul from this book. If, if people need any more clarification of someone being absolutely batshit insane <laughs> into their own talkings. It's like, this is the episode right before the finale. If you have just joined us for the first time ever, that would be insane. But if you've been listening to all of them, uh, yeah, I lo- you'd I love don't, it. I don't want... I don't... I genuinely don't agree morally with people listening to this episode anyway, but certainly if, it was a, if it's your first one. Especially if you're unmarried. Or effeminate. Or effeminate. Here's a letter... From a listener, it says, please stop this. Please stop making this <laughs> podcast. Please, for the love of God, it's over now. And we your, say, we'll say, we're back. Wish so- is our command. We're back soon. We've only got a few episodes left. And you're, and you're, and you're writing into us saying, nah, don't bother. Don't bother. Don't bother. And we say, fuck you. Do you think that this podcast has been a success, Elliot? I think people like it. I've enjoyed doing it. The only difficult bit has been reading the Bible, and I'll blame you for that forever because it was your idea. I, I think just all really the non-Bible think... bits are great. I think we just chose the wrong book. <laughs> what should we have chosen? The Harry Potter's Bible. The Harry... Any other Bible? The Harry Potter's. We should have fucking read the Harry Potter's. Do you think so? Yeah, but Brad and Keel got there, and they, they I don't know, what do we say happened to them? They died or something? Didn't one of them live inside our butts as well? 
what? don't I live inside your butt? What happened to that? We cut that. I have lost sight. I've lost sight of so many of these things. <laughs> or her. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do. I think that's one thing, as I do think uh, the global pandemic really did. Uh, it really kind of sucked the air out of this premise because we're just here banging on about Moses's eggs. Now the world is dying. <laughs> well, that's well, that's what's fun, isn't it? We got the next one. Well, I mean, we're going to say that to our children. What was it like? What was it like before the horrible, the horrible times, Daddy? What was it like when people could go out and do whatever they wanted? Like what, we we mostly stayed you, in and made do? wank jokes. <laughs> stayed in and talked about people coming. Coming into ovens. <laughs> hey, I've enjoyed it. Hey, hey, forget about it. And it's been, it's always a treat to talk, talk to you, Sean. Such a treat to talk to my friend, Sean. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy, I say to myself as I skip down the road to your house. This is a treat. Truly, what a well, lovely time. Well, don't worry, guys. We've got another project planned, and this one will never be perceived as boring. <laughs> Sean and Elliot watch Lord of the Rings. Oh, God. So next time, we've got Revelations. We're going to finish the book with what I think is about the end of the world, is it? Or the devil? I... What is it about? I hope so. I th- I'm hoping for a lot of the plots to be sewn up. Yeah. I'm hoping to get some closure mm-hmm. on this whole cuckoo crazy Christian thing. Can I plug stuff? I don't know, mate. You, you, what, what you do in the bedroom is is, is your own business. <laughs> that's come on. That's fuck. Give us a constructive freestyle review on iTunes. Give us five or literally die. And it's got stuff to plug. What are you going to plug, El? Well, this is the first episode that's come out since. Flu and Me has come out, which is a little short I made. A very, very, very good short, that's, I would say. It's very kind of you. Thank you. You make a cameo. I would say it's it's the best short I've seen since the pair that Calvin wore in Calvin and Hobbes. Thank you. That's very but, kind, obscure of you and high concept, <laughs> and I like it. That is a sentence that makes sense. It's very nice of um, you. Um, I'll put a link in the episode description, and it's on my twitter and instagram and stuff and i'm happy with it and i'm proud of it and i've absolutely hit a limit of how many people i can get to watch it which is seemingly about 350 350 uh, is okay that's a good amount that's a good way to start yeah but we get more listeners to this podcast so where the fuck are they where are you showing up for listeners <laughs> where are you Short- that's that that's one where if you like if you like and comment it helps, doesn't it? That's yeah, spread it about YouTube. for me, please, everyone. Uh, and also, or just, or just give it a like and a and a, and a comment. Yeah, nothing constructive, something actual positive. I've also got a short audio play out that mm. I've written. There's a podcast called the Painkiller Podcast, which has put out loads of audio plays because the theatre is dying apparently, and the way we're trying to save it is via audio mediums. So if you can go and listen to that, episode eight is called Paper Thin, and I wrote it, and it stars Pearl Mackey from Doctor Who, and, and uh, it's like 10 minutes long. It's all right. Pretty happy with that's that. That's brilliant. So, I've, yeah. not actually, I've not actually listened to that one yet. I'm very sorry, Elliot. Hey, that's okay, mate. I don't, you know, I don't expect you to be a fan of mine as long as you're my friend. I am a fan of yours, though. I've watched Flew and Me like three times. That's very kind of you. Thank you. I really like the claymation bits. Thank you. Lisa in Paris is on Netflix. Okay. So that's been the episode, guys. Okay. Uh, Are we going to pretend that's what it's called? (laughs) 
What is it called? Emily in Paris. Oh, is it? Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm talking about a different show called Lisa in Paris. Thank you for being back. We are going to pull out all the stops for the revelations. Yep. Uh, they'll be out. They're going to be weekly. We're going to do this last detailed. few weekly as well. So, are we doing it every week? Or we Wait, we got week? we got two more after this, right? So, we might as well just whip them all out all at once. Let's whip them out. You've been putting that whatever's in your hand. You've been putting in your mouth for about twenty minutes. It's the cardboard. It looks like, it's like a train time. It's table. it's the cardboard sleeve from around a box of donuts because I'm hoping that <laughs> some of the donuts has gone in has like seeped into it. Well, it's, it's the end times. It's it's been a wonderful couple hours. It's been lovely. Thank you for listening, uh, everyone. <laughs> yeah, we've done it. I, I was thinking back. It is going to be two. When was it? July 2018 was our first show. Yeah, it was right before in Edinburgh, right? Like we did some early episodes in Edinburgh before the August. Edinburgh Fringe yeah. Festival, a f- uh, uh, an event which will probably never survive. <laughs> I mean, an event that to now seems as far away. We may as well have said we did the first episode before the 1936 Olympics. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. That makes that uh, makes us an article of like historical import, doesn't it? That means we're we're something that ar- architects will uncover this podcast in 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 thousands of years to come and be like, oh, this, this... thousands of years to what? Oh, bollocks. So they'll have, they'll have a thousand years of coming, and then afterwards they'll be like, we must find out what was the beginning of this. What were they talking about pre-lockdown? <laughs> Listen to one of these vintage podcasts. This is, this is how oh, man... it's just like, it's bombing jokes and come. Yeah. This is how man learned the written word. We were the teachers. Uh, I, hope our, I hope our podcast does last the test of time. I think it is a, a timeless podcast. Oh, I absolutely. I think it's will i think as the decades go on it will in many ways be more relevant than ever as things start to you know take a turn and turn sour as they have done over the year i think people will be turning to us even relying on us i think we're keeping people sane happy uh alive well we're stopping massacre upon massacre i'm, I'm glad i'm glad we're keeping people that way because i don't think either of us would say that we're doing like that Sean and Elliot Read the Bible was hosted by Elliot J. Fellows and Sean J. P. McLaughlin. Whoa! <laughs> the music was by Ms. Petricor. Yeah. The artwork was by Ryan Wheatman, both very talented. Mm-hmm. It was hosted by Bible Corp and Sons. And listen out for our final two eps coming soon. Going to have a lot of guests, going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have no guests. We're going to have a lot of fun. What? We're either having guests or fun. Your choice. <laughs> no, I refuse. Your choice, listeners. Get on Twitter and vote. <laughs> Would you rather have guests or fun? Just before the revival of Heal Your Wounds. Heal Everyone's favourite podcast. Pod or pod or pod. Pod or pod. We gotta, pod or pod. We've got to come up with a new one. New podcast idea. Pod, though. Podzo. Pod. Podzo. Podzo. What's Podzo? T- Podzo. Podzo. Are you it's ill? Just, uh, <laughs> we're just, it's just us going around Italy doing a pod. <laughs> plod pod. Plod pod. 
it's the pod. it's the police it's the police pod it's, it's the, the police pod. we're a fan club of the police we get no <laughs> listeners <laughs> a cab we plod pod we love the plod a <sighs> pad all podcasters are bastards podosaurus fuck <laughs>